Have you ever wanted someone to walk alongside you as you do the thing? You know, the thing that makes your heart come alive and leaves our world more like Jesus than we found it. I know, and that's why I'm here. My name is Rebecca Dotson-George. I'm a speaker, writer, career coach, and just all around excited to be in your earbuds for the next few minutes. I'm a girl wildly passionate about cheering you on as you make God known in and through your creative mission. Here's the thing though, I know sometimes you can get discouraged. I'm not good enough. I don't know where to start. I can't do as good of a job as she's doing. These are all lies that we sometimes believe and I'm here to help you debunk those lies that are ruling your mind about your mission and replace them with truth from God's word. So. Buckle up, because I'll gather up my favorite seasoned and rising leaders in their fields to share inspirational stories, strategic advice, and hard-won wisdom. Welcome to the Do The Thing Movement Podcast. Do you ever get to the end of a podcast and just think, man, I am not done with that conversation. Girl, me too. And I love hearing from you about how not only the show is encouraging you, but also what God is stirring up in you as a result. And I just really wanted the opportunity to connect one-on-one with more of you. And that's why I've created a Patreon community. Patreon is an online platform that hosts bonus content and provides creators a way to hang out with their audience in a more intimate way. So here's how I'm going to use it. There are three tiers. First is the bestie tier, which will include access to the platform and extra conversations with all our guests that only Patreon besties will get to hear. These questions will not be shared here on your podcast platform. Then there's the VIP party tier. This includes the bestie tier and you get invited to a VIP party once a month on Zoom where we get to hang out, get to know one another better and maybe do some coaching in a group session from time to time. And then finally, there is the calling coach tier. In this tier, you'll be able to access the previous tiers, plus have a 30-minute coaching call per month with me to talk about anything podcast, ministry, or career related. How fun does this sound? So come on over to Patreon by downloading the app or visiting patreon.com and search Do The Thing Movement. I can't wait to meet you inside the community. Hey friends, I'm so happy to be back with you today. And like I promised, I have another conversation for you that I loved so much with my friend Jeanette Tapley on her show, It's Time for Coffee. We talked all about hustle culture and overcoming all the things that come along with that. I think you're really going to love it. And again, we're sharing these conversations kind of in an interim period for our team and for the, the podcast ministry as we are going through Um, a few changes in the coming weeks. And so what you can expect for the next six episodes are some of our best of episodes. Some of our conversations that you guys have told me, not only in the number of times you have listened to these conversations, but the number of times that you have direct messaged me and told me how much that conversation met you right where you're at. Those are the conversations that we're going to be re-airing on the podcast for the next six episodes. So the next six slots of Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we have something really fun coming for you. Um, I can't tell you about it yet, but it's going to be great. So enjoy this conversation with my friend Jeanette. And then I hope you enjoy the recap of some of our most favorite conversations over the last year and a half. 
Hey, the It's Time for Coffee podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Hey friends, it's time for coffee, and I'm your friend and host, Jeanette. I'm so glad that you're here today. I hope you know by just pressing play on that podcast app, you have a friend with you. My hope is that as you listen, you will know that you are heard, valued, loved, and not alone no matter what stage of life you're in. I hope that you're subscribed so you never miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review. I'm so glad you're here, and I cannot wait to introduce you to this week's guest. Hey, I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Rebecca George. Rebecca is the host of the Do It Movement podcast, which is actually going through a really big rebrand and you're not going to want to miss out on what she's doing over there. So be sure to subscribe or follow her show immediately. Rebecca's heart is for us as women to shine bright and to chase those God-sized dreams that we all have, but to also stop worrying about the fear of missing out on our callings. What if we decided that FOMO wasn't a thing when it came to our callings? And what if we stopped worrying about missing out and instead did the work every single day for the good of others and the glory of God? Today, we're talking about the hustle and hard work, working into the Lord and pursuing God while chasing our dreams. It's a great conversation and I just loved this chat. Rebecca and I actually recorded two episodes together, one for It's Time for Coffee, which you're listening to now, obviously, and one for her show, The Do It Movement Podcast. And if you want to hear the other side of our talk, where we break down adult friendships and some tangible tips of making friends a priority, go listen to that podcast where I got to be a guest on her show. Think of it as like a two-parter, one here with her at It's Time for Coffee and the other over on her show. So friends, grab your cup, fill it up with whatever you want, and let's dive in. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to be sitting down with my friend, Rebecca George. We have been chatting and we actually just recorded a podcast for her show. And this has just been so much fun um, just talking on her show about friendship. And now we're over here and we're going to be talking about uh, God's will, goals, hustle, um, all of these different things and kind of just pulling back the curtain a little bit on our own journeys, uh, which have led us now to friendship. (laughs) Yeah. How are you, Rebecca? I'm so good. It's so fun to be with you. I, we've said this so many times, but just to be able to connect with another friend who is doing the same kind of work and running in the same lane is just so much fun. So I'm so excited about this. So fun. And I think like the biggest thing I see with you and I, which is just such a blessing is there's like only cheering each other on. Like there's like where we could be competitors. And I've, I've had friends like this in the past where we could be competitors. Like it's just like mutual admiration and like high-fiving. Yes, I agree. And I think there's sort of this imagery that I like to use and talk about when it comes to this of like, I want to be the type of leader and woman that just invites people to their table. And I think if I spend my time doing that, I struggle a lot less with the whole comparison trap and imposter syndrome and a lot of things we can easily fall into. But Um, I think when we spend ourselves and we spend our time in a way that honors God and just invites people into what we're doing, um, I don't know. I just find that I struggle with that a lot less. So anyway, absolutely. Um, so first what's in your cup? Are you drinking anything? I have like the teensiest little bit of coffee left in my cup. Okay. I should have done a better job knowing that I'm coming on your show called it's time for coffee. And I should have made myself a cup of coffee, which is like my favorite thing of all times. However, I actually gave up coffee like three months ago. 
What? Yeah. I'm trying to get some like hormonal stuff under control. And I hate that I feel so much better without it because I love it so much. Um, So right now I'm drinking just like an electrolyte powder thing that I put in my water like 24 seven. And it helps me drink more water than just like regular, not flavored water. But if I had like my coffee of all coffees, it would be this honey lavender latte that my favorite coffee shop in Knoxville, Tennessee has. It's everything of my dreams. Do you get it with regular milk or do you do a fancy milk? I do an almond milk. Okay. I make I need you to come visit me is what I'm telling yes. you. Yeah. Uh, and I'll make a decaf for you even um, if that will help you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I make a amazing oat milk, lavender latte, honey, lavender latte. <gasps> Yum. So good. Okay. Here's another thing that we need to talk about. You inspired me and I haven't told you this yet. The whole shaken espresso situation. Oh, my Lanta. Can we Please. talk about that? Okay. So gave up coffee and then I go home and visit my people in Tennessee and everybody's losing their minds like three Mm -hmm. weeks ago over this drink. And so I drank like five of them while I was there. Yeah. I got like one a day. Cause like, I don't tell you how much money you spent. Like I know how much money you spent. So much money, (laughs) but gosh, it's so good. It's so good. Didn't you replicate it like at home? I did. I did because we have a rule because we spent a good chunk of money on our espresso machine that we have um, yeah. that if we can make it at home, we're not allowed to make it out. And so I, I don't know why I learned to make these things at home. Cause I should want to go get them out, but I also don't want to spend that much money. So I, that you don't I made it at home. And yeah. It's so good. It's so good. That's awesome. Okay. Rebecca, tell us a little bit about you, what you do and um, just like, yeah, how you show up on the internet. Yeah. So I lead a podcast community called do the thing movement, which, uh, we had a really fun conversation about earlier. We're about to do a rebrand. So like people who find me after listening to this, just know we're like about to do a major shift. So we'll, we'll give you that precursor, but, um, really my heart is just to walk alongside women and just equip and encourage them to just use their God-given gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. Um, to make God known in the world, whatever that looks like, that might be a stay at home mama trying to do like this side gig that she's super passionate about. Um, but she just struggles to find time for and feels overwhelmed by that. We walk alongside her. We walk alongside the corporate girl who's miserable in her job and wants to take a step towards something else that she feels, um, more called to and just encouraging her in that. So, um, we have conversations and create resources that kind of holistically walk alongside that type of woman. So I love it. It's so fun. I love that so much. And you and I were talking, like we said before, and then we recorded, but we were talking about like how we started. And mm-hmm. I think this is so interesting because you and I both started around the same time. We both started in podcasting and blogging, um, but we also started around this like hustle movement and like this this idea to like start something new but like push for something great I don't and and correct me if I'm wrong but I think that there's like this like this movement within both of us that was like we're gonna do something it's gonna be amazing and we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take over the world and it was for me it was under one specific self-helpy 
movement leader and it was, it was stemmed in hustle culture. And I think that yours is about the same. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I for sure had that same path. And I think the time frame that we're both talking about was, and I won't say there weren't, you know, half truths, right. half truth books out before this 10 years, 10, 15 right. years ago, but the rise of this idea of hustle culture and mm-hmm. the blend of that in like normal evangelical circles, I think mm-hmm. was becoming very commonplace at the time where we both took the step of obedience of like half a called to like start this thing and speak into people's lives. And so then there comes like the conundrum of like, how do I make sense of like self-discipline and working hard to the glory of God is, is very biblical while also like, I, I don't have to get up earlier, drink all the water, eat all the kale, do all of the things in my own name, right? Like we look at even biblically, we see just this command over and over of doing everything in word or in deed in the name of Jesus, right? Like yeah. we are not our own heroes. We're not working to advance our own kingdom. So there was this kind of season for me of sorting out, like, what is the world telling me about success, about hard work mm-hmm. and things like that with what is my command biblically as a follower of Christ? And so yeah the working out of that has been like, I think the journey that we're both on, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think that there's this, um, I was just listening to just Connolly talk about like, um, dream and purpose and will. And I think that's something that you, you love so much too. And it's like, we don't do things because we dream it. We do, or, or because we believe that we're called to it. There's this, like, there's this weird balance of trying to find like, okay, well, what is God's will for my life? Mm -hmm. What is my purpose here? And I do have dreams and that's not wrong, but like, how can I do all of these things to the glory of him? And I I love that she says like, for the glory of God and the good of man, like for the good and the glory. And that is like, that's kind of like the litmus test for us, right? Like for the good and for the glory. So how have you like uncomplicated that in your own life? Like kind of like shaken off that like, um, I have to wake up at 5am and I have to be doing all of these things. And if I'm, if I'm, if I, if I failed one day, like if I missed one day, I lied to myself. Yeah. There's no grace there. Right. Like that's, yeah. that's not Zero. a grace filled way to live, but instead saying like, okay, God, like I'm going to serve you today to the best of my ability. And by doing that, it's going to look like this. So how have you yeah. sorted that out in your own life? Yeah, I think this is, this is so important. And I think in my life, as I look back over the last few years, I think one of the enemy's most creative schemes in my life has been convincing me that, um, you know, these moments that seem insignificant or small don't matter or that Mm -hmm. God's will in my life has to be this complicated, almost unreachable thing, right? Like we think about words like purpose and calling and God's will. And it just seems so weighty. Like it's, I don't want to miss it. I don't, I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to miss out. We have this like calling FOMO with the world that we live in as we look around and compare ourselves to other people online. When, as I look at my life as a pastor's wife in a small town, leading a podcast ministry, 
a lot of my days look like me sitting around in yoga pants, having great conversations or going over to my, my friend's house who has a special needs son and just needs like an hour with me to have conversation that isn't, doesn't revolve around algebra and like, what are we going to eat for dinner? And my husband uses this phrase that really has helped me with that. And it's this thought of, if we think about the life of Moses, most days of Moses's life were not burning bush days. Mm, that's right. And so if that's true in our lives. How do we do everything that we do, right? Like we talked about earlier for the good of God and the glory of others, <laughs> for, for the glory yeah. of God and the good of others. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how do we, how do we redeem those moments and remember that they all matter? Like I'm even thinking back when we were in quarantine, I was really challenged by this. I would go to the grocery store and there was a time where I was standing in line at the checkout counter. And I realized like this girl who checks me out on aisle four at the grocery store every week. First of all, I don't know her name. Second of all, I've probably seen her no less than 75 times. And third of all, like, I don't know if she knows Christ and mm-hmm. she spent her entire day trying to help people like who are ticked off trying to find toilet paper. And right. I guarantee you that this is not an easy season for her. And so like, how do I take that 90 seconds I have as she's scanning my groceries to like, just stop and encourage her and show her the love of Christ because she is the only person that I'm probably going to see face on like face to face life on life yeah. apart from my husband this week. Like this week, maybe this month, I don't know if I'm thinking back to 2020. And so I think this season that we've just walked through has really been a reminder to me of um, just making those moments matter, even the ones that seem small. And I mean, I think if, you know, people are listening who are anything like you and I, like we love to dream audacious dreams. We love to build things and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like God has given us. Um, just this fervor and this zeal to do that. And that is from him. That is God given, never apologize for that. But there's a balance that we have to strike, right? Of like, yes, I'm called to this work, but I'm also called to share the love of Christ with somebody that I'm, I may never even see again at Kroger, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think just, um, remembering that like he makes all things matter. So like, as I look at each moment of my day, how I show up for my husband, how I show up for my kids. If you're a mom, um, don't discount those. Yeah. If you're, if you've kind of found yourself falling into this whole hustle mentality. So anyway, those are a few things that just come to mind there. Absolutely. And I think like we said before, like the, the hard work isn't the problem, right? It's the, yeah. it's the heart or the, the headspace that we're in. And so what are some of the ways that you've had to shake off that heart and headspace, like hustle wise? Cause I know for me, it was, um, this is not how, where I find my worth. Like yeah. I love, love, love what I do. And I love seeing growth and I love seeing more people come to the podcast and I love having great guests, but like, this is not my worth in the moments that I do get my worth caught up here. Um, it becomes about me and that is where I tend to struggle where I'm like, okay, okay, okay. This is becoming about me. And this isn't about me. This, this platform is, is 100% the Lord's, uh, if he wants to take it like that, like that's it. And so that's been my like 
shift where I've had to like take those setbacks and be like, okay, I've made it about me. I need to take a step away. So what about you? Yeah. Okay. I was reading this morning. This is really timely. I'm reading through Leviticus right now, which Mm -hmm. I'm trudging through Leviticus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, so this year, I don't know if you've seen this book, but, um, Terry Cobble, right. Yeah. She rocks. She wrote this whole for people who may have not heard of this. She has this whole year long devotional that walks you through basically reading the Bible chronologically. It has been so helpful to me. And one of the things that she kind of unpacked just today in this particular part was just kind of thinking about the sacrificial system and like all these things that were required to like be in the presence of God or be in right standing with God. And, um, and then just how, I mean, all of that was a picture of the foreshadowing of, of Jesus coming and, and he came to set all of that. Right. Right. And so now that doesn't matter, but how often do we fall back into this mindset of like, I'm going to do everything to be in right standing with God or like I'm in, I'm in ministry. And so of course I'm going to do all these things because it's all to the glory of God. But I, I'll find myself trying to put my identity, like you're saying in things that are so much lesser than who I am in Christ. And one of the things, what made me think of this was one of the things she said was when we put our identity in anything less than God, Mm -hmm. um, like, it's just so we, we don't even realize how wrong our mindset is there. And, um, you know, I think one of the things just because of the season that I'm in that has helped me with that is marriage. I mean, nothing will show your sin and your shortcomings and just your tendencies like marriage will like somebody calling that out in you. So I have my husband to thank for a lot of that. Um, I also think the idea of Sabbath has really helped me with this whole conversation. I, before I got married, Um, and we talked about this a little bit, but I just was very much in a season where I was watching everybody around me kind of have their turn and, and get married off. I was a bridesmaid nine times before I got married myself. And I just remember just burning the candle at both ends in that season of life. It was like, I couldn't spend time idle or I would actually have to process like, how deeply hurt I felt and disappointed I felt in my season. Um, but then I got married and I got what I had, I had dreamt of and had pleaded to God for. And then I was super lonely in a small town as a pastor's wife. And so I think forcing myself into this rhythm of, of rest and really choosing whether it's a day or it's a few evenings a week that I'm, away from my phone that I'm spending quality time with my husband that I'm just reading a book that I want to read just, just because not to prepare for a podcast, not to learn anything or to just be in God's word for that very reason, just because I want to know God better. You know, like some of those things, I think recently, um, whether it was, you know, by force rather than by choice. Some of those things have been helpful to me just to kind of pull me out of that mindset, um, kind of in this new season. So, yeah, I love that. I think that's so wise too, because it's those, um, it's those moments where we realize like, 
what's going on in our life, like the, the daily activities, those aren't actually filling us, right? Like yeah. it's, and it's what is going to fill us. Um, I love Tara Lee Cobble so darn much. I would love to have her on the podcast. I know. Um, we need to work on that. <laughs> yes. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... If you're single and looking to date but don't know where to start, it's time to check out Upwork. Upward is a new free app that is super easy to use. You can create a profile in just minutes, and before you know it, you'll be chatting with other Christian singles near you. Ready for a partner that puts faith first? Then it's time to check out Upward. That's U-P-W-A-R-D. Download the app and find your match today. There's this striving and waiting, and instead of taking the time to like really wait in the moment, right? Like sit in the moment. And I know that you and I are both fans and friends of Mary Marantz and talks about like that, like you said, like that, that roots, like we need those roots, um, to take, to take hold so that we can grow. I feel like hustle culture has taught us that we don't need deep roots. Yeah. That we need to go viral, <laughs> that we yeah. need to have the next big thing that we need this next, um, big burst of whatever, because it will, um, propel us forward and that's what's going to give us success and then then that's what's going to help us accomplish our goals when that's not anywhere in the bible or that's nothing that god has like said and some people it works out for them really well and that's so great but for like the 99 percent of us it's doing the work in the quiet place day after day and staying faithful to that so do you have anything like to say about like that daily yeah. grind which is hard and holy. <laughs> yeah, it is hard and holy. And the thing that comes to mind right now, and we talked about this a little bit, because I am working on a book. One thing that God has really been teaching me throughout that whole process is just to hold my plans really loosely. If I could give yep. any piece of advice, whether it's a book or it's whatever you're creating or building, um, there's a good chance that, you know, a couple of years from now, it's not going to look anything like what you had originally planned, or it might be right. in that same vein, but it's going to be God's best for you. And so it's probably going to be even better than what you yeah. dreamt about. Yeah. You know, like I think about just personal to my story, like seven years ago, I saved like dollars out of every paycheck to go to She Speaks for the first time mm. when I was like a baby, just graduated college, thought I had written the best, like best book yeah. proposal the world had ever seen got told no by everybody that I met with. And, but I knew that I was called to that work. And so I just, yeah. I, I made the choice of like, okay, God, like, even if it takes time, even if it takes a really long season, I trust, I trust you. I'm going to hold this loosely. I know I'm called to this, but yeah. it's your timing and it's not mine. And uh, man, I look at the book that I'm working on now and it is a, it is in the same vein of what I thought I wanted to write, but it is, an altogether different, much better, much more God and much more me book <laughs> yeah. than it was seven years ago. But, um, I think a lot of our God dreams are like that, right? Like a seed is planted and we feel super passionate about something, but, um, just holding our plans loosely as God continues to reveal himself and reveal his just wisdom and discernment in the timing of it is really huge, especially right now. I mean, we've all probably, 
you know, we can look back at something over the last year of our lives that we're waiting on, or we feel disappointed in, or something was moved or didn't happen because of the pandemic, but, um, nothing about the last year of our lives or the next year of our lives is going to take God by surprise. And I think we so often, um, just neglect to stay fixed on like his character, right? Like if I trust, we say all these phrases of like, I know God's sovereign and I know he's faithful, but when we really take a look at like, he's unchanging, he's immutable, right? right? Like, and we lay that against everything else that we need to be true about God. Okay. He's faithful and that's never going to change. He is all knowing and that's never going to change. He is ever present in my life and, and he's also immutable. He's not changing. And so therefore that can't change. And we take like the theology of that and lay it against our God dream or our thing, whatever that we're pursuing. Um, It's easier to hold that loosely and surrender to God's timing when we know who God is. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And it's, and it's, I'm like, it, it just, it's facts at that point. Like, um, I know that I function a lot on feelings and I've been told my feelings aren't facts. And while that's true, God also made me with big feelings, Yeah. but with those big feelings, I can look up at him and say, okay, like, help me sort this out. Like, because he will, because he's, he's present. He's ever present in a time of need. He's yeah. always there. He, he cares so deep about our hearts and our, yeah. and our desires. And as long as we're chasing him in all of these big things or small things, stinking mating those socks, I call it mating socks, matching socks. As long as we're chasing him in those things, like he cares. And and even yeah. if we're not chasing him in those things, he still cares for us. He still cares. And he's, he's chasing us down relentlessly and he just cares so darn much about us. And I think that when we get confused and I think the hustle makes us like when we, when we look at the hustle versus like chasing God's will for our mm-hmm. lives, we make ourselves the God in the hustle culture, right? Like we, we want to praise yeah. us. Whereas searching for God's will in our life, we are searching him and his will and working unto him, making mm-hmm. ourselves like below him. Yeah. And, like the only place I want to be, like, I don't want to be exactly. above him. Exactly. I, this story comes to mind and I think you're going to have somebody listening who they're single and they're in that season I was in before I got married. So I just want this to be an encouragement, whether it's singleness or you take this concept and you apply it to your own life. I remember this time when you remember that song, King of my heart, the King of my Mm -hmm. heart, the mountain where I run, it's a beautiful song. Yes. The, the verses are just gorgeous and they have all this really beautiful imagery. And I remember singing that song in church one morning. It was super dark. I was in, um, just in a worship service. And so it was just very much like me and the Lord. And I remember the song got to the point where it repeats, you're never going to let me down over and over and over again. And I just remember being in one of those seasons where I, I could, I could like come in church and sing all the words and, you know, check the boxes, but it was just one of those moments where I was just like, you know what, God, like, I I can't even sing these words truly with a heart of worship right now, because that's not how I feel. Right. So let's go back to feelings because I'm, I'm so led by my feelings. My husband has helped me with this so much again, like marriage will reveal your sin. (laughs) Um, 
but I just remember going through the process of like, okay, if I feel let down and I am in church and I don't even feel like I can sing the words, you're never going to let me down. There's something in me that is questioning the character of God. So like, what do I need to surrender? Cause God's not wrong. His character hasn't changed. He has not changed something about me and my own flesh and my own sin has given into an idea that like what I'm experiencing is less than God's best for me. And so what piece of that God do I need to surrender to you so that I don't miss what you have in this season for me. And a few months ago I went and I visited Knoxville where I used to live and I drove through my neighborhood for the first time and I was by myself which is rare. I'm always with somebody when I'm visiting and I was going to meet a friend in my old neighborhood, but it was the first time that I had been able to drive through that, that piece of my past alone. And I just, I had to park my car and I was just weepy over like just how grateful I was for what God did in that season. Some of it I saw and some of it I totally missed because I was so laser focused on like that thing, which was for me marriage that I was desiring so badly, but that was a beautiful season of ministry for me that I'm never going to get back. And I also know that right now I'm in another one of those seasons. I'm hopefully God willing going to have kids one day and I'm not going to have the time that I have now to pour into this podcast and, and things like that. Um, and so just, I think having that piece of surrender and just turning those, those thoughts of disappointment or, Hey, I thought this would happen before now, just realizing like what piece of me do I need to surrender over to God so that I can thrive in the season that he has for me right now. Yeah, man, that's good. Cause it's like, when you think about that, like, you're never going to let me down. You're never going to let me down like over and over. It's, it's a gut check. Like, am I feeling let down by you? Like, yeah. and then, and then to like, kind of go deeper, like, but really am I like, I have a friend who's a massive journaler and she always like when she has like gets like she feels something off in her spirit. She'll just keep journaling. Why? Like why? Mm. And like kind of digging to that next step, next step. And it's like, do I feel let down by you? Why? Yeah. Okay. Then why? And it, and it just reveals and it's um again, it's just digging up those roots of figuring out like, where's this discontent coming from? Is it coming from me trying to be the the God of my own life, searching mm-hmm. out my own will for this? Is this a is is it because I'm chasing something that I'm not ever supposed to be chasing? Is it because because I misheard you? <laughs> Did I misunderstand? <laughs> like yeah. what is going on? And so I think that that's just a really good gut check and like a litmus test, right? Like just kind of like going back to it, like you don't change ever. Mm-hmm. You haven't changed, so what in me is making me feel discontent and disconnected and and hurt by you Mm because you because like we know that he is god he Mm -hmm. he wants only good for us so it typically if we're hurting it's probably on us yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um well you and i both believe that there's a season for everything under the sun what the Bible tells us right now it's time for coffee, but what is it time for in your own life right now? Oh man. Wow. It's my favorite um, questions to ask. This is like a big question. I oh, should have prepped you. No, this is good. I think in this season for me, it's a couple things. 
Um, I have a lot of time on my hands because I'm alone a lot. And so I have, I have time to build things Mm -hmm. and I'm so grateful for that. I want to take advantage of that. Um, my word for the year is endurance because I, you know, I'm, I'm walking into this whole book journey. And so that's, that's huge and new and and fresh for me. Um, and it, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of endurance. Um, so is the podcast, you know, we've, we've mentioned a few times, just this thought of the whole Mary Marantz thing of slow growth equals strong yeah. roots. And I think that's, that's my story in this season is just, um, trusting God with the outcome. But, but again, like the biblical command of putting in that hard work of, um, the season that we're called to. And so I just want to be faithful where God has my feet planted right now. Um, and using the time wisely that I've been given. And so that, that comes to mind. That's a weighty Mm. question. Like I'm stress sweating a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. It's bringing on you. I love it because it. it is, um, to give you a little bit of like background on it, I was having coffee with a friend and she said, and I had just done a podcast about Ecclesiastes kind of like talking about like, there's a time for everything under the sun. And this is why this verse means so much to me. And just kind of talking about it. And she was in my house said, is that why you named your podcast? It's time for coffee. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, I wish I was that clever. And that was kind of like the stirring of like the new season of like, um, who are we serving? What's going on? How are we doing our best in this space? And so for me, it was just that same thing. And it was very much like a season of, um, it was a really hard season I was walking through and I kept praying like, Lord, I just want I just want growth. I just want like, I want this like radical change in my life and in my work and everything. And, um, we've talked a lot about like that seed and that like deep roots and stuff. And, um, there's a song called, uh, seasons by hillsong i think it's a christmas yes. song i've mentioned this on so many of my podcasts so if it's good. not on your playlist already it just needs to be um but it talks about like from sea to sequoia and it's just such a beautiful song and i had that mental imagery of like if you give up now you're just a baby tree and you're in mm-hmm. and when the sun gets hot you're just gonna wither away and you mm-hmm. can do that that's fine but like do you really want to give up now and i was like no god i really don't want to give up now but like but like, I need hope almost like, right. Like I almost, I like, I just need like the spurring on. And he was like, well, I can't make you a sequoia tree if you don't go through this, like this, like process of growth. And I was like, okay. All right. So I, I just love that. Like being where we're planted, like blooming exactly where we're planted, serving exactly who we're going to serve all for his glory. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I love that well thank you so much for hanging out with me this has been so fun (laughs) this has been so fun we this is way overdue I'm so glad that we finally get to be friends so glad tell us where we can find you real quick oh yeah sure so the place I hang out the most is Instagram so my Instagram handle is Rebecca Dotson George and you can listen to the podcast over at do the thing movement um those are kind of that's the hub I'll stop there that's That's perfect okay One of my very favorite things about this conversation is that it has marked a really sweet start of a friendship for Rebecca and I. We have talked almost daily since this recording and have truly put in the work to work together, champion one another, and to pray for each other and to call up one another. This girl is the real deal. And if you aren't already following Rebecca or her podcast, you need to do it now. 
Trust me, she will encourage you and push you to Jesus. You can find her at Rebecca.SinGeorge on Instagram or on your favorite podcast player at Do The Thing Movement. I'll see you next week when it's time for coffee. Thanks so much for joining me for coffee today. I hope that we're already friends on social media, but if we aren't, come find me on Instagram at Jeanette Tapley or on Facebook at The Jeanette Tapley. If you have any questions about the show or what's coming up, be sure to check out itstimeforcoffeepod.com. I hope you have a great week and I can't wait to see you back here next week when it'll be time for coffee. Bye, friend. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I am so thrilled to have you be a part of this community. I wanted to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, did you know that when people rate and review podcasts on Apple Podcasts, it actually helps more people come across the show? And when that happens, the messages we're sharing get spread even further and we get to encourage more people. I can't think of anything more fun than that. So it would mean the world to me if you would do something that would take just two minutes of your time. Hop on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a written review. Tell me all about how the show is encouraging you and invite others to listen in. It truly means the world to this girl on the other side of the mic. And then number two, if you're loving the show and want even more content from Do The Thing Movement, hop on over to our Patreon page on your desktop or mobile device to listen to after the show bonus interviews, attend live Zoom parties, and receive extra coaching. Simply download the Patreon app or do it on your desktop device and search Do The Thing Movement. I would love to see you over there in that community. Thanks again for listening, and I can't wait to be back with you next episode. Same time, same place. Bye, friends.